NYCapartmentZone.com. From New York City, this is the NYC Zone Teams Podcast, a show where we discuss everything about New York City real estate and much more. You have questions, we have answers. And now, here are your hosts, John and Nikolai. All right, so here we are with another episode here with the NYC Zone Team, and today's topic is, Marina, what do we got today? We're talking about the prices in different neighborhoods, rental prices. Okay, so the rental prices in different neighborhoods. This is actually a pretty popular uh, topic uh, where people were actually kind of curious of what they can get in each neighborhood in Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, and in, in the Bronx. So I guess we could start off with... What are the most expensive neighborhoods? That's a wonderful question. Usually the rule of thumbs is... Um, the lower you go in Manhattan, the more expensive it gets for the most part. Um, but one of the most renowned and the most expensive neighborhoods is West Village. As we all know, Carrie Bradshaw lived there, among us, uh, many other celebrities. Mm-hmm. And um, you get the least for your money there, but it's one of the most desired neighborhoods of Manhattan. Yeah, I mean, each neighborhood has its own little flair. So I guess it really depends clearly on what your budget is and what kind of feel of a neighborhood is the way you want you know so I think one of the first things that I would first start doing if you have no idea which neighborhood you want to live in in New York City I really would just recommend just literally going to New York and just get lost go in the village go to the Upper West Side go to the Upper East Side try Upper Manhattan there's lots of great areas here in the city uh, also, check out the other boroughs, too, and see what kind of vibe you like, what kind of restaurants you like, if, if you want to live by a theater. And then after that, uh, also see what works with your budget. I mean, we do have another podcast that kind of gets in more detail about how you qualify. Uh, I think it was one of our second podcasts or something like that where we mm-hmm. talk about you, you need to make 40 times rent or whatnot. But in regards to expensive neighborhoods... Uh, you're right. Yes, West Village is actually one of the most expensive neighborhoods in the city. Yep. Um, it's it, it's it desirable because it does have that neighborhood feel. Like you're in the city, but you're not in the city. Yeah, you know? I mean, you have plenty of townhouses. Then you have a yeah. ton of restaurants, all sorts of yeah. foods. You have amazing nightlife, and at the same time. You also have those very private blocks yeah. where you're not going to be disturbed. And also a lot of the architecture is not skyscrapers. It is, uh, for the most part, those brownstones, yeah. townhouses. So you can have <coughs> this cute two-bedroom for eight, 9000 with right. some of the outdoor space. And um, you're going to feel like you're almost in Europe, actually, while you are in the center of Manhattan. Yeah. I mean, to piggyback off of the type of restaurants and everything that Nikolai is mentioning, uh, they're like mom and pops. These are not like your commercial yeah. like restaurants and coffee shops. These are mom and pops. These are actually people who've probably been there for a long time. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're still operating. And it's it's really nice. I mean, that's that's the West Village. I mean, the village has West, and then there's Greenwich, which is in the middle, and then you have East Village, too, which is on the, on the east side of Manhattan. Um, a lot of people like the east village because of its nightlife because of the there's lots of things to do there too um it is less expensive versus the west village and just to put things in perspective with numbers um what is a one bedroom going for in the west village right now 
I mean, you can stay in a small place for about 3,000. To be honest, even 3,000 uh, doesn't give you much. Let's see, because I even like 3,000, I think it was like a studio. Yep, you, you, it you was like, like a small around, studio. Around 2,700, you're still in <clears throat> studio. Around 3,000, you are starting to get a grasp of one-bedrooms or maybe studios that were converted into one-bedrooms. Yeah. To be honest, if you want to be in a comfortable one-bedroom, you're looking at four to five thousand in West Village right so uh, if anyone's thinking that they could get a two bedroom for anything less than that mm-hmm. uh, and think that this is another episode of Friends uh, that's not happening you know that, that apartment actually looked pretty big it'll be hard yeah and if you want well I'll probably rent control yeah exactly <laughs> and if you want the apartment like Carrie Bradshaw from Sex and the City it's gonna cost you a pretty penny that walk-in closet right um, man, I'm trying to log into this and trying to see what other things. So, I mean, in the East Village, I remember I did a deal out there. It was like a four-bedroom, but each bedroom cost almost, I want to say, $2,000 each, more or less, you know. Um, yeah, we can do that, too. You know. um, around around $2,000 a room in the East Village, um, it's actually very close to NYU, so it's actually very popular. So people could just literally just walk to class from there. Yeah, so let's here. see, we're pulling up some of the one bedrooms, and actually yeah. I nailed it. It starts the very first one uh, that has no fee, starts at 3100 and right. pretty much it just goes up from there. That? There are 131 listings. That are just one bedrooms. Yeah. Interesting. And it mainly ranges from what, from three to I think 31 was actually one of the cheapest. Well, here's one for 28.75. That will be gone very, very quickly. It's probably very small, too. It's actually a converted studio. So, yeah, something to, like, really keep in mind. Like, if it's under three grand, more than likely it was, like, a converted studio into a one-bedroom. And you probably have no living room space. Exactly. I mean, you're really paying not just for the apartment. You're paying for the lifestyle. But on another side... And location. Yeah, of course. I mean, lifestyle, location, all those wonderful things. But on another side... If you're going to something that's very residential, such yeah. as Upper East Side, for the same amount of money, you're looking at a very, very nice one bedroom for three thousand. A very nice. On Upper you, East Side. Uh, yeah, I live in the Upper East Side yeah. right now. A one bedroom could run you around twenty-two, you know, hundred and up. Yeah. You could get a pretty decent one for around twenty-two hundred dollars. Now, the rule of thumb. Depending on where you are, but if you want to use the Upper East Side for, as an example, uh, the closer you are to a train, mm-hmm. the more expensive it's going to be. Yeah. Um, so that's why when you connect with a broker, they're going to ask you, okay, so let's say you want to live in the Upper East Side, uh, how far north are you willing to live, how far south are you willing to live, how far east are you willing to live, and how far, like, for example, like, what is your area where you want to live? Exactly. So yeah. basically, if you're willing to live uh, further north and you're willing to live further east, yeah, that's when you're going to get the most space usually as a rule of thumb. But why? So but why? That's because you're going to be a little bit further away from like Midtown and right. you're going to be further away from Central Park and you're going to be further away from the subway. Right. So this way, if you're willing to compromise and do a little bit more walking, a couple of extra minutes, and yeah. it's, uh, to be honest, in Manhattan, 
apart from snow blizzards and stuff like that, it's very pleasant to walk around. It uh, is. But you're going to get more space. So whenever I'm looking for an apartment for my friends that are looking for larger space, that's one of my first questions. Are you willing to live on an East End Avenue? It's yeah. a little bit more quiet. But then you're Which getting some people prefer. Yeah, exactly. Again, it's more to your preference, you know. Yeah. If you want to be where there's a lot of noise and action going on, yeah. you know, you can live there. If you want more quiet and peace, East End is actually fairly quiet. No, you yeah. You kind of pretend, in a way, nice. kind of feels like you're away from the city, too. It's very, very nice. Yeah. Yes, and, exactly. and, you know, I know we talk about, like, being far away from the subway and everything, but now with the new... Mm. Second Avenue train there. Now we have two trains, so you have the the Q line, and now you have the four five six mm-hmm. line, which is runs along the four five six runs along what the, I think Lexington, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And then the Q runs on the Second Avenue. So if you let's say leave an East End or York, you're just a couple of a- avenues away from yep. the train. I think there's a stop on ninety six, eighty six. 72 yeah the project only took 50 years but it was well, well worth it, it I feel like it took longer right Broke. it took a million years but it was finally done and everyone was actually happy so it's a good thing that that train is there right now um, you can actually get into Midtown fairly quickly I mean I'm on 74th and 1st mm-hmm. and I take the 72nd train on 2nd Avenue and it literally takes me from door to door oh, 20 minutes Uber. or I take an Uber yes that's right you could Uber pool it. Yeah. It costs you around three, four bucks. Or sometimes even cheaper from $3. And it's the same price <laughs> as a subway because the subway keeps on increasing the prices every year. Um, and you get, you, get, you could get dropped off with a car. Yeah, and so. I think Uber is actually rolling out uh, like a subscription-based type of uh, payment. Yeah. It's I, don't, it's I don't think it's official just yet, but I think they're in the works of doing something mm-hmm. like that. Yep. And it's... I don't know, something to consider because if you're giving yourself 120 to almost $130 a month in just train tickets, yeah. I'd rather give it to a car that's going to pick me up and drop me off at the door. Absolutely. You know, so there's a lot of advantages. So, yeah, I mean, Upper East Side, you could get a lot of, of value um, as well. Um, upper West Side is tends to be a little bit more expensive versus the East Side, and I think that's mainly because of, they had two trains there for a while. They do, you know? and it's still like the one thing to consider about all neighborhoods. It's mm-hmm. almost like United States of America. You have different states, and all of them have different flares. So it's the same thing here. Like every neighborhood has a very different flair. Yeah. Even though Upper West Side and Upper East Side are just separated by the park, they're very, very different. You're gonna get a completely different vibe, yeah. and it gets so, so micro. Then even on streets that are like parallel to each other, yeah. you're still gonna get a different vibe because in one place you have limestones, so on the next one you have brownstones, so on the next one you just had a new development. So. Right you're getting an absolutely different feeling. So if you want to get micro, just like what John said before, uh, you do want to get lost in Manhattan, you do want to walk around, you want to find your favorite coffee stores, your theaters, your restaurants, and really see where you're going to live. Because the cost of moving and everything is expensive in Manhattan. Even if you're moving a block away, it's still going to be uh, fairly difficult. So something to consider. But. You know what? You know what's interesting. What we have been seeing, some of the people, uh, they've been freely going above the Central Park area now, and they've been considering um, all of those areas: East Harlem, West Harlem, Washington Heights, Hamilton Heights. I feel like the value that people are getting there yep. is also fairly good, and yeah. especially if you are living, let's say, west of Broadway on 140th Street, 
you can get a one bedroom or studio around 1500 you would say yeah I actually helped out a friend of mine yeah. uh, get a place uh, in the 130s I want to say in Riverside beautiful yeah. calm it's it's almost like East End yeah you know very calm very relaxed um, there's a park right in the front and everything and it was and uh, how far away he was from the train I think it was like two blocks yeah Perfect. You know, so then even if he's on the local train, he can switch on 96 and that's it. So for yeah. extra 15 minutes of your commute, yeah. you are getting a tremendous discount on your rent. Sure. I think he was paying uh, $2,100, $2,150 for one bedroom. It was a good size one bedroom. And right? it was like with an open kitchen. And and it, it was really nice. Says. It was really nice. It was really nice. It was a good, it was a good uh, deal for him. And, I, and the neighborhood is obviously... Um, the pricing over there is, is changing rapidly yeah so but you can still you, catch on a good deal of course you yeah. can still get a good deal and I think I think if you get in there quickly you could pretty much snatch yourself a, a nice apartment lock yourself in for about I don't know hopefully two three years if that's how long you're looking to stay mm-hmm. um, and I mean sometimes people what they do is they just do one year just to kind of feel the vibe of the neighborhood see if it still makes sense for them yeah And then if it doesn't, they move out. If it does, they extend, they extend the lease. Yeah, and normally with these landlords, they don't increase the rent super high unless it's like, you know, something out of the ordinary, you know. Because exactly. uh, we do hear some landlords, though, what they do is they buy a building and next thing you know, they're, they're raising the rent super high to just pretty much kick people out, you know. So, but that's a completely different topic. But aside Correct. from that, yes, you could get a good value in the heights. Um, even down in Inwood, which is the end of Manhattan, you could get to Midtown fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. You could take the A train. They have the A train, and you have the one train up there, too. Um, and lots of great food. Yes. Lots of great places. I mean, you have a lot of, like, Dominican restaurants, Puerto Rican restaurants. Like, there's so many, like, different cultures and different neighborhoods that you could kind of get a, a glance of these cultures and, and, and taste their food, taste everything that they, that, that neighborhood has to offer. So... Yeah, I mean, values, Upper Manhattan, good value also in, in Central Manhattan in a sense of Upper West, Upper East. Yep. Uh, Midtown, what's your vibe on Midtown? I feel like Midtown, you can get a residential place, certainly, yeah. and we are seeing that there is a good portion of people that work in Midtown. Uh, they do like to have a pied-a-terre because yeah. if they work long hours, they can just go, instead of staying in a hotel, they can go back to their... Or it's some actually of the young professionals that are spending lots and lots of hours, whether yeah. being attorneys, whether being in finance, and their commute saves them so much time. So let's say if they work somewhere in 40s or 50s, they would literally find an apartment like right. a building or two away because right. the time becomes so precious. Uh, but in my opinion, yes, Midtown is very, very commercial type of place. It is. And it attracts a certain person that's going to be residing here. Right. And a lot of people actually, uh, they don't keep their prime residences in Midtown for a very long time. They right. usually either move to a more neighborhoody place, another state, right. or they keep it as a pied there. But of course, with some exceptions. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of of temporary housing with people yeah. um, where they could just get a place and they, whenever they come to New York City they live there but and it's because it's very central too because yeah. you are in the middle of everything but in, in, in regards of like of neighborhood feels 
I feel like the more neighborhood feel that you get in Manhattan, in Midtown Manhattan is towards the edge. Like, if you're near First Avenue, if you're near Riverside, like, it's more and, quiet in these areas. And also, a little bit more residential, but... And also, I would say Central Park South, I mean, uh, that has... Sure. That has always been a very... It's really nice, very... Somewhat quiet, yeah. you know. It's still a pretty busy street. You yeah. know, you have the the Paris Theater right there near uh, near the the Plaza Hotel. Yeah. Um, and lots you, lots of hotels too. So yeah, and then you mentioned the landmark hotels, the Plaza, where you can yeah. actually rent an apartment right now because they converted some of the places into condos, so yeah. you are able to rent some out. Then uh, you've got the billionaire's row on West 57th Street, where yeah. it's uh, plenty of properties, condos and co-ops, and uh, some of those buildings get phenomenal views. So if you want to see like uh, Central Park on the palm of your hand, yeah, um, you might want to consider uh, Central Park South. Yeah, I mean, again, it goes down to what your preference is and what is it that you're looking for. Yeah. If you're looking for those floor-to-ceiling windows. Uh, with Manhattan views of everything, flat iron. Flat iron. You know, there's some sp- there's some parts in Midtown too that you can yeah. get. That's the type of flair you can get in the. If you want more of the neighborhood feel, you could try the Villages. Uh, you could try Upper East, Upper West. Kind of gives more of a neighborhood feel. And, and then we're forgetting one part of Manhattan. Yeah, I I want. I don't know if it's the same one or not that you mm-hmm. want you to talk about, but I want you to mention Financial District actually, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, because the change has been quite rapid there also so right. your financial district was just filled with bank bankers and uh, pretty much it before Finance. and um, right now it has actually changed been, it has changed tremendously uh, what's, you, about, what's that mall over there it's actually really nice uh, I think it's called Brookfield yeah Brookfield mall. Yeah. you have like so, theater exactly. top of the line like yep everything yep and even the oculus which is the hub for lots of subways it's a hub for the path yeah uh it became a little shopping mall you have apple you have mont blanc you have lots of other places yeah. uh where you can even eat there yeah. so it they all the de- like a lot of developers have been working on converting financial district into a very very residential district very, and i think they're slowly getting to that Correct. You know, because I one of the things I noticed about FIDI, uh Financial District mm-hmm. is that a lot of the roads are very narrow. Yeah. Um, and I think it's because it wasn't in one of the new developing areas when people settled here in New York City, mm-hmm. uh, and then they kind of like worked their way up. Some of the older buildings are there. Exactly. Yes. So I mean, it does have that feel, but it also does have that feel that it is that you're in a city you know Correct. like it's not very neighborhoody but I feel like they're slowly getting to that point uh, I think the seaport um, what's it called is it called? South Seaport South yeah. Seaport mm-hmm. yeah is, an, is a really nice area the mall that we just mentioned before uh, even like Battery Park is a very calm and very um, you know very quiet area kind of similar to East End and, and Riverside and then you have Tribeca touching it also which have, is uh, very small but very very popular neighborhood so let's talk about prices though I yeah. mean I think people are kind of getting the feel of what these neighborhoods are and FIDI um, I think studios from the top of my head are running around twenty-eight to $3,000 a month you know for a studio and when I'm, when I'm talking about a studio I'm talking about one with a doorman and, and a bunch of amenities which is I feel like the majority of the buildings in FIDI. I I would say you possibly can get a little bit of a better deal, twenty five yeah. to twenty six hundred. Last mm-hmm. time I was checked. With a doorman though? I believe so. Let's check. Might as well we got a computer here. So let's see, let's see. Rentals. 
Uh, financial Districts Studio. Let's see what we got. Okay, so I have a feeling these are net effective, though. Yeah, net effective, 13 months. So net effective is showing, and if you're confused with what net effective is, we do have a podcast that goes in yep. pure detail about that, um, understanding rentals. But here's a net effective at 90 West Street for twenty four eighty eight. dollars uh, One month is free, so you're looking around $2,800 more or less mm-hmm. for that. For that, but but that's like the starting point. Now, I'm, I think there are some buildings in in Fidei that don't have a doorman, and then you could get yourself a pretty uh, decent deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, one bedrooms could easily go from three thousand and above, um, and then you know two bedrooms and and so on. So that kind of gives you a more of an idea of what the rental prices are in Fidei. Um, you were actually just in, in Battery Park. You rented out a, what was it, a two-bedroom? Yes, it was actually a lovely two-bedroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was located on 25th floor. It pretty much had unobstructed views of Jersey City, of Statue of Liberty, and um, it was renting out for 10750 So pretty much eleven grand. Pretty much low on ground, but that's a premier building. You yes. have concierge, you have Everything. a gym, and you have actually another adjacent gym where the residents get a discount and it has a swimming pool. Uh, you can bring your own private instructors right. there. It's uh, it's a very, very fine building. Right. So, I mean, I feel like the prices are everywhere, but if you're looking for what an average is, studios are going around there, one bedroom with 3000 and up. And like you said, this was just a two bedroom, and it was 11, pretty much eleven grand. Correct, so, and, that, and that's not the ceiling even. That's not the ceiling. I'm sure there's something for twenty five grand with a terrace, and yep. you know the whole nine yards. But that's that's like the Fidei area. Um, East Village we kind of touched already. Greenwich is pretty similar. I mean, yep. NYU is right there, so the prices there are fairly high in that area. Yep. But a lot of people also go to like Gramercy. Mm-hmm. Gramercy, I think we rented out a studio there for almost 3000 I want to say. Yep. Uh, but it was a fairly big studio. Yep. Uh, Gramercy has its own flair, too, and it's actually pretty popular. People who go to NYU live there. Exactly. And uh, actually, uh, I was thinking another neighborhood that we, I think, forgot to mention that has Which pretty one? good value. Uh, Murray Hill and yes. Kips Bay. They yes. actually... I feel very like the price, value. yeah, the prices are very similar to what you're getting on yes. the Upper East Side. So, yes. uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you can get a studio starting around two thousand twenty one hundred, yeah. and you're looking at a decent yes. one bedroom around twenty five hundred. Yeah, and actually you, even cheaper. I think we actually yeah. got one of our clients into a one bedroom in that area. Correct. And I think, how much was that? I think it was like twenty two, twenty one. It was thinking it was such a great deal that when we followed up with him oh, to see if he wanted to renew his lease. The landlord was very strict, but yes, the yes. price the prices were very yeah. low. And he was all like, You you found us such a great apartment that yeah. we're just gonna renew the lease because the price was Honestly, I couldn't even believe it was that price yeah. for that one bedroom. There are, there are always exceptions. I mean, right. in every neighborhood you can find an exception. Right. But I also remember one of my like first 10 deals I think that I've done was in uh, Murray Hill, and we were like rushing to get it done. It was two young professionals. Uh, they just graduated from Columbia. They had great mm-hmm. finance jobs, and they got a two-bedroom and elevator building with laundry for, um, I think, 2900 yeah, which is, which is phenomenal, actually. Yeah, um, you could find deals like that, and I think the, the the advice I can give to people is that 
I know sometimes we're trying to find um, apartments for a certain price. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that if you're talking to a broker and your broker's telling you, hey, look, this doesn't exist, it doesn't exist. Often on IF, it doesn't exist because if it did exist, they would show you the apartment. There's no reason why they wouldn't show you the apartment. So hopefully this podcast can help out with, like, give you an idea of how much things are, you know, what's the cost of all these, like, uh, uh, units in these different neighborhoods. Which one do we not, uh, Midtown, I don't think we mentioned price of Midtown. Midtown, actually, at some point, uh, Midtown West started developing very rapidly. Yeah. And new then, developments, yeah. Correct. And then a lot of develop uh, sorry, a lot of investors have purchased units and yeah. then you have a little bit of a surplus of apartments in yeah. Midtown West which helps with the price. And so right. if you don't mind uh, it being a little bit busier than other neighborhoods, yeah. you can get a very nice deal in Midtown very West. Uh, I believe it's still gonna be slightly more expensive than Upper East Side. It is because a lot of the buildings 100%. are newer, but at the same time compared to other newer buildings you're getting a very nice deal there right I think I had a friend who actually rented out a place wasn't a doorman building it wasn't anything it was a walk up yep and uh, I think it's on 51st street 51st and 2nd I want to say and it was a two bedroom but it was a converted two bedroom yeah but it was but it was actually two actual bedrooms Mm -hmm. how they converted it was kind of weird it's like a triplex building I mean uh, apartment uh I think it was like eighteen to nineteen hundred dollars each person was playing uh, oh, wow. paying, okay. so it was a pretty good deal yeah. for what it for you know for what it was. And uh, I would to put things in perspective, I would if you're gonna live in Midtown, I would look in a range of like sixteen, seventeen and up per room to be honest yeah. with you. And if you want to live the life of rich and famous, uh, there is a oh. building called the Sky, and. Uh, you can certainly uh, can certainly spend your money there. Lots oh, yeah. of celebrities there. Yeah, tons of uh, it's it's expensive. Yeah, and they're small. You know, obviously depending on your budget, um, you can actually get a lot um, more. But then you're getting a lot of amenities. Then you're rubbing sure. shoulders with people like sure. Future, like Again. basketball players. Yeah. it's uh, you're seeing a couple of Ferraris sure. parked outside your building. <laughs> Yeah, again, I guess it goes more to what your preference yep. is. Uh, so let's really briefly uh, talk about the boroughs around. Because sure. say, you know what, Manhattan's probably not for me. Um, what if I want to live in Brooklyn? Mm-hmm. You know, um, which area should I, should I look? Again, it goes to what your preference is. But a lot of the areas in Brooklyn are very nice. Um, you have uh, Brooklyn Heights. You have Dumbo, you have, you have Dumbo Williamsburg. And another well, the one that's popular right now is Greenpoint. Yeah, a lot of people are finding great deals in Greenpoint right now. A lot of development is happening in Greenpoint. You do have the G train that passes by. You have Manhattan Avenue, which has a lot of shops, which has a lot of um, uh, everything, pretty much. Uh, that has and there's a park there. It's a very nice area, uh, and the pricing in that area, I would have to say, like for a one bedroom, you're looking around in the in the area around twenty eight hundred dollars. A month, more sure. or less. Sure. I mean, um, the interesting thing about Brooklyn, the prices are changing rapidly. And I'll give you a very good example. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Bed-Stuy uh, is a very popular area yeah. for lots of people. And what happened there in the past, it was a very inexpensive area. Yeah. Then the prices started picking up, and uh, I think they reached the ceiling at a certain point. And uh, right now, actually, this year, 
we've been seeing uh, price cuts and price drops reaching about 10 to 15 percent of the rent that they had originally so it's um, you know it's a little, there. It, yeah it's a little bit of a curve they are going up sometimes they're going down also because right. like we've discussed in Midtown West if lots of people are buying and lots of uh, lots of units uh, are available in the market then it just uh, brings the prices down right so in a sense of value in Brooklyn, I would say Bed-Stuy, you could get a pretty good value. We just rented out a three-bedroom for $2,900, and it was like a renovated three-bedroom. It was wonderful, yeah. It was really third nice. floor walk-up. It was a walk-up, right? Which yeah. floor again? Third floor. It was on third floor walk-up. so Three-bedroom, third floor. Right. So, 3-3. Three, three. Um, and it was a $2,900 a month for that one. Uh, bed, uh, so, that was Bed-Stuy. Uh, Greenpoint's another great one. Williamsburg is, uh, is a little bit of a glut. Uh, we have a lot of uh, apartments there, doorman, because a lot of new development happened yeah. in that area. I love Park Slope, to be honest, in in my opinion. I feel like it's, it's still, great. It's still in the close proximity to the city. You are right. still able to hop on the subway, and then the atmosphere is wonderful. And also you're seeing lots of um, little juice stores. You, you know, you're seeing that, um, I don't want to call it hipster, but like a healthy lifestyle type of place sure. is arriving to Brooklyn and Park Slope. No, yeah, I feel like Brooklyn in, in general, in all these areas, it, it kind of has that a little bit yeah. of that flair. I was uh, I was actually passing by with a friend of mine yesterday mm -hmm. in Flatbush Avenue where the Barclays Stadium is, mm -hmm. and um, she actually lives in New Jersey, but she was looking around and she was like, wow, this is very interesting, I might actually consider uh, moving here down the line. Right. I mean, it do, it's great. Um, if you want to also, like, get value, Crown Heights is another one. Mm -hmm. Crown Heights is a lot of value there. And also, um, where Park Slope is, like, south of Park Slope, there's a lot of great value there, too. So pretty much the rule of thumb is the further away you get from the from city, the, the, cheaper it gets. <laughs> the cheaper it's going to get. Yes. Uh, but the great thing is that there's a lot of buses and a lot of trains that could take you straight into Manhattan fairly Absolutely. quickly. All right, so that's Brooklyn. Let's quickly go over Queens and then Bronx and then... Um, well, Queens, we've seen a boom in Long Island City. Yeah. There is also Woodside and Sunnyside and Astoria that are like in super close proximity. Yeah. Uh, you have lots of uh, small-time landlords with whom you can deal almost like on face-to-face -face type of basis. You highly likely know who your landlord is and right. um, you can get a very nice deal there also. Long Island City, you have a lot of new developments. Yes, uh, lots of rental buildings. A lot of rental buildings, doorman, amenities, the whole nine yards. Uh, one bedroom, well, how much more or less can you get a one bedroom there for? You had a listing there. What was that one bedroom going for? Do you remember? I would say it's been a little while ago. 3000 I think it was a little under 3000 Like 28 uh, but it was like a pretty good deal. Oh, it was spectacular. It was brand new. It was condo finishes. Yeah. Uh, and it had doorman. And the walk from Subway was like within three to five minutes. Yeah, it was really, really... Um, it was a great unit, yeah. and it actually went pretty quickly. Yep. So you're looking around three thousand dollars for a one bedroom and up. Um, Astoria, very popular. Mm -hmm. Another popular neighborhood in Queens. Uh, lots of great shops, restaurants, and everything. Uh, studios cool. over there were seeing around seventeen hundred to fifteen hundred, fifteen to seventeen hundred dollars a month for a studio. The one bedrooms. One bedrooms. You're looking around eighteen and up. Easy. Um, and Sunnyside and Woodside, I would take uh, similar prices as to a story in the city yeah. and just subtract another two to four hundred dollars from that price. Exactly, and you know you have you have the I think it was like the E train that goes out there, uh, so you could get to Manhattan. 
fairly quickly because mm-hmm. it is an express train. Yep. Um, so in the Bronx, uh, very quickly just to go over the Bronx, uh, you do have the South Bronx, uh, which is actually getting very popular, and a lot of people they call it so bro now. Right. So it's very very popular. Lots of new developments are actually happening in the Bronx uh, near the water of that river. Um, 161st in Grand Concourse is actually right next to Yankee Stadium. That area right there, which is called the Concourse Village, is um, fairly fairly affordable. Uh, just to give you an example, there's one a building right nearby there. It's a doorman building, one bedrooms you could easily get for around sixteen to $1,700 a month. And there's a doorman building with laundry, with everything, and you have the D and the 4 train right there. You can get into city fairly quickly and literally thirty minutes or less. Sure. Uh, and those are actually both express trains. You can go onto the west side uh, with the D train and or the B, or on the east side with the Ford train that you can catch on Yankee Stadium. The rule of thumb in the Bronx is that the further up you go, uh, the cheaper it is. So you know you could go along the D line train, uh, that which goes along the Grand Concourse. Uh, the cheaper the rent. So. That's, that was a doorman building. If you don't get a doorman, you're looking at a one-bedroom for around thirteen to $1,400 a month. And the thing really quickly about the Bronx is that these units go very quick. So if you want to live there, you want to save some money, get into the city fairly quickly, probably another good choice. Again, look at these neighborhoods, see if it works out for you. And if it does, and if you need a broker, you know we're here. The NYC Zone team could help you uh, coordinate a showing. Yeah, and hopefully uh, you get an idea of Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, and Bronx. And if you have any additional questions, uh, please feel free to reach out to us. Uh, All of our information should be available. Also, of course, most importantly, don't forget to visit our webpage, nycapartmentzone.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And And uh, check out YouTube, too. We have a YouTube channel, which has these these episodes as well. And just to piggyback off of these questions about the... If you have any additional questions, the email is zone at kwnyc.com. Or you could uh, email marina at marketing at nyc.com. Azone.com. Anything you want to wrap it up with? Yeah, absolutely. We are excited to continue doing this. We do want to have more questions from you guys in terms of what you want to learn. It doesn't have to be just rentals. It can be sales. It can be um, structure, structure of the brokerage, like any anything that's remotely related to New York City real estate. Sure. Um, Show us a quick message. uh, Email us. We'll be happy to go in detail about it. And uh, we look forward to doing this. Take care, guys. Well, we'll catch you on the next episode. Take care. NYC Apartment Zone. NYC Apartment Zone.